Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Downbeat on 97.1. The Freak. It's time to grab the morning paper and see what's inside. Indeed, This guy's mean. Hey, Dingu. Hey, guys. <clears throat> Excuse me. Little bit under the weather today, but uh, hopeful that this won't manifest in anything terrible like it afflicted you cats last week. Uh-oh. I need you to fight. I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna fight real hard. We had. We got skin back today, which is great. Hell yeah. Yeah, he's feeling good. Uh, This is brought to you by Andrew's American Pizza Kitchen up there on Preston and Plano Parkway, the best damn pizza in North Texas. If you haven't tried it, we highly recommend that you do. All right. uh, Yesterday's game, I think we've gotten so... Maybe they've gotten so familiar with doing Cowboys games with little baby KK and third leg Greg that it's like an, a well-oiled machine. Like, they know this team inside and out. They There's there's very little room for error. How I long for doing this segment on Mondays after a Romo game or after a B or C team game yeah. or even Troy and Joe. But, man, with these guys, there's just not a lot. You have to kind of mine for it. But uh, there was a couple of things that I thought were interesting. Um this was during the the broadcast when they're talking about Brandon Aubrey's first field goal attempt, which also resulted in his first miss of a field goal the entire season and discussing uh, third leg Greg pretty much uh, indicting KB on jinxing the entire thing. How do you like these numbers for a kicker? Brandon Aubrey. How about that? He's having historically the greatest season by a kicker ever, and we'll get into it as the game goes on. I'm not talking about him. That's Listen. We're, I'm, we're, not, we're not doing it. Well, we have to show it. All right, we're going to show it, and we're going to leave it be. 32-yard attempt from Aubrey. It's up, and it's blocked. Washington scoops it up with room to roll. James Whitaker's got it with a convoy. Down the sidelines he goes. Still inbounds and finally taken out. Staying away from it. We are not being the jinx. We are not having Cowboy fans come after us for what's been a historic season and st- staying out of it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. Good I don't job. think a block kick should be on the kicker. I don't either. Uh, they they mentioned that a little later, too. Should not be a missed kick. No, I ended up not mattering, but. And he missed another one. But if there's a guy who believes in a we'll curse. Get to that in a minute. <laughs> the thunk. <laughs> Greg Olson believes in a curse. Yeah, he does. Yes. He does. Now, was he saying that because little baby KK even brought up the fact that he had missed a field goal all year, that somehow he jinxed it? I, Don't they do that before every field goal attempt by Brandon Aubrey? I think he's just trying to work a little personality in. He's probably got producers in his ear or execs at Fox. Have you guys can be just a little more fun. 
a little more fun, mm-hmm. or maybe they love the job they're doing. I'm with you. It's, I watched Nance and Romo. Whatever you want to say about Romo, like him or not, it's more fun. It's more, even when he's saying crazy stuff. It's more fun. Greg and Kevin are not fun. They're just not. You watch Joe and Troy. The the contrast is wild. Yeah. Even a lot of people don't like Collinsworth. Trico's pretty straight laced. Mm-hmm. Collinsworth will say crazy stuff that at least keeps it fun. At least has my head thinking. I never go. What did he just say? Because they're just right down the middle. They are. Do you remember last week when I brought this up? That any time that CD land and it it doesn't matter what if he comes up in conversation, the conversation always goes back to the time when he walked in to uh, uh, McCarthy's office and said, "I need the ball more. I'm not trying to be a diva." Uh, they always qualify that meeting by saying he wasn't going in there to be a diva, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And we've noticed this. Boy, they didn't miss an opportunity on uh, Sunday. There's another catch for Lamb. And you think about it, Greg, back to the 49er game where the Cowboys got blown out. CeeDee Lamb went into Mike McCarthy's office. Mike told us a story. He said, respectfully, I want the ball. Not being a diva, you just look what he's done since that game. I think, I mean, give credit to Mike McCarthy because I think message clearly received. I swear, it's, it's on four a, weeks in a row. It's on a note card that <laughs> yeah. they that they hand out to everybody that talks about football <laughs> to make sure they insert that. Whether it's Aaron on the sideline, she's brought it up before. I mean, this comes up every time they talk about that damn meeting and the increase in CD's production. They always have to throw in that. And we look, we get it. CD's a good dude, and I believe that to be the case that that's how it went down, but. I mean, I get I'm all about resetting, but good gravy. I think we watch every Cowboy game really closely, as do most Cowboy fans, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're a visiting fan and, or a neutral viewer, that might be information that's good. Plus, you could argue C.D. Lamb's the best receiver in football or had the best <laughs> yeah. seasons. And, and there's a stark contrast between pre that meeting and post. So it is one of the stories of the year for the Cowboys. But I get it. We hear it every time. Yeah. And I think he went in there maybe even with some diva tendencies, and then they realized that the word got out that he went in and demanded the ball, and then the PR narrative hit of, hey, he wasn't being a diva. Possibly. And that was sent out to however they do it. That's plausible, you for know? sure. Yeah. So we're like, do, just to clarify. Do you, as a, who watches every Dolphins game, too, though, do, you have, do they have the same recurring story each week about the Dolphins? Because I have this with the Packers. Like, what, what is it? Every what, week, I swear to Gilbert Gottfried, they run a graphic that is Jordan Love compared to Aaron Rodgers compared to Brett Favre, how they make throws with their feet off the ground every week. Yeah, Romo do, did it with a, a visual aid. Yeah, Romo did it as a tease to go to break. And when we come back, I'll show you how he has taken or what he's taken from Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. And I saw it last week, and I saw it the week before that, and I saw it two weeks before that. Like, yeah. It's just like, you know, I guess these, these yes. teams, and some, if, the, if you have different broadcasting crews than the new narratives, but, you know, the Cowboys are going to get eight, nine, ten games of the A team on Fox mm-hmm. every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And whether that's Tom Brady and Kevin next year, you know, who knows? Yeah. But I'm with you. Like That is four or five weeks in a row they've mentioned that. Yeah. And it is a turning point in the season, so it's a big story. Yeah. Well, it's no coincidence that mere seconds later, this play happened. Prescott can't find anyone. Retreats. Point says go right there. Caught. 
Lamb again! Which may be in his top three touchdown passes of the year. That was insane. When he's running around back there, directing traffic, scrambling. I mean, that was... That is... He has gotten so effing good. And he was so good yesterday. He's got such a command of that offense. He's seeing the field. It's like his brain and his body and his his physical ability and his brain or if they're not at that apex where you get that that Venn diagram crossing line when you're at your peak physically and your brain starts to really see the game like it did for Romo that we've you yeah. know men- mentioned often um it's just incredible to watch him play play quarterback in this league I don't know what the line is and I'll be quicker and it's a little generic but like I don't know what the line is of it, this is good enough whether it happens or not like Dan Marino was always good enough, and we always go back to Dan Marino or whatever. But like, there is a line, and Dak is so far past that line mm-hmm. of questioning whether he's working. Watch all the effing teams who don't have guys capable mm-hmm. of going and going on winning two, three, four games in a row. They just don't because the quarterback's not good enough. He is so far past that middle line in the league of good. I mean, and I think I think we all know it. I just think. People will bitch about it if they don't win the Super Bowl because well, it's an easy thing to bitch about. Yeah, and and I think we have millions of, I wouldn't say casual fans, but and hell, we may fall into this category: limited education fans, but really love the Cowboys. And you have to point and yell at what you can point and yell at, and it tends to be head coach, quarterback. Mm-hmm. January it. bitching is a common thing around here, but and you, and you don't still match any loss. But you still have those, you know. Uh, naysayer cowboy fans that just inherently either don't like Dak or don't trust him that he can have five games in a row that looked like yesterday and if he throws a couple of picks then you'll get the twitter activity see told you you can't win with him yeah that's why you don't care about that twitter activity if you can help it yeah but props to Dak for the season being over and remember the narrative coming in was the interceptions that was it so and he, he didn't do it. He flips he had nine his, picks yeah, on the year. Flips yeah. the script on that. Not only reduces his, his interceptions to, uh, you know, one of the lowest amounts of totals in the league. He leads the damn league in touchdowns. And McCarthy and I guess Brian Schottenheimer should all mm-hmm. get credit for that stuff too. Yeah, that's really good. It's kind of like Wilt getting ripped for saying all he does is score, and then the next year leads the league in assists. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty impressive. Uh, this was and. and Little baby KK, I'm sorry, but third leg Greg is really notorious for this, is taking his commentary in between plays well into after a snap has happened. So you'll hear this here. (laughs) And what's going on is uh, Micah Parsons gets, I guess, his first or only sack of the game. He got, it was 13, I guess it was his 13th sack of the year. And you'll hear Greg talking as the play is beginning, and I love how KB just turns this into uh, a really great call with basically just one quick phrase. But at the end of the day, this is a results-oriented business, and Ron Rivera knows what he signed up for. He knows the results of the past couple years, and all reports are that it's coming to an end. And so is this drive. How goes down? It's Micah Parsons, and now a new career high in sacks with 14. I love that. And so is this drive. Yeah. Like right at the second that, that that Parsons took him down, KB was right there. That's that's good broadcasting. That yeah. is that's quick on your feet. It's a play by play broadcaster's nightmare. Though is the guy, especially in football, like you know, you have forty seconds or less. Yep. Get the your color thought man in. dragging dragging it in. Yeah. One, one more time to hear that. 
coming to an end. And so is this drive. How goes down? It's Micah Parsons. And now a new career high in sacks with 14. Get away with it more on TV than on radio, of True. course. Radio That's broadcasters smooth, have Although I don't know who Michael Porsons is. Porsons. Micah Porsons. Yeah, Burkhart says some words weird sometimes, too. And then right after that play, you get the big sack. It's time. It's fourth down and long. It's time for the uh, the, the the Commodores to punt, and this happens. And so it's fourth down, punting situation for Tress Way. He's been as about as consistent things as they come here in Washington football in his 10th year. And this play is blocked. Returnable for a touchdown. It's recovered, but the Cowboys will have it inside the 10. Peyton Hendershot blocks it for Dallas. Textbook, too. His technique was perfect on that. That's how they teach you to do it. You knew we were going to get Bones Cam. I was calling for it. Yes. Give me my bones shot. I love bones, Cam. Yeah. I love a little PIP up in the top right corner of him throughout the game. <laughs> now, this is not the first time that the Fox uh, production team has done this. They did this earlier in the year, and it was during a Cowboys game, and I had it written down, and it was one of those days where I had so much audio that I just, ah, I, that, that, can, that can go by the wayside. This is after the Cowboys. I can't remember if this it was their last touchdown, but it was in the fourth. Let me see. Let me. When was this? When was this? This was okay. This was after the Cooks touchdown, so it's a blowout at this point. And they went to break and listened to the song they played going to commercial. And they did this before when the Cowboys were blowing somebody out. This is the version of the offense they wanted going into the playoffs, and they found it. Yeah, Cook's got eight touchdowns now. It's the most he's had since 2017. Prescott on fire. Four touchdown passes for him. Dallas rolling. That would be the Allman Brothers whipping post. <laughs> okay, pretty good. <laughs> I know. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. And I noticed that before. I was like, oh, wow, that's kind of okay. They're playing whipping post because the other team is taking a whooping. They love playing and tweezer by fish. They do love playing fish and panic. Yeah. There's a Wookiee in charge of the music at Fox. There's a lot of fish in b- baseball, too. Really? Yeah. Uh, very regularly. So Fox's Groobs has... Yeah. Whereas if Groobs was at Fox, you'd hear a lot of yeah, all peppers. chili peppers. Yeah, yeah. Fish gets in there quite a bit. Interesting. Here is Brandon Aubrey's uh, attempt at his se- his second field goal attempt of the game. And boy, <laughs> the sound of the crossbar is... Magical. Beautiful. To be from 36 yards out. And this one. <laughs> so Brandon Aubrey, who was 35 for 35 coming into today, had the it. first one blocked, and that one is replay. missed. It's the only thing that's gone wrong for Dallas today. <laughs> it's so loud. We might need to do the funniest sounds in sports. I shortened that. It's like the owl banging at the wedding. I don't know if y'all have seen the video. The what? Surely you have. There's a wedding and a uh, owl swooped in and hit a glass, <laughs> and they got it on camera. Just dunk. <laughs> it's very sounds kind of like that. Dude, there was one. I was watching Red Zone for a lot of it, and in the uh, Jets Patriots game, which was the snow owl. Yes. You know, it was fun and low scoring and ugly as hell as you might imagine. Fumbles galore, but they had a kick. I don't even remember who it was. If you the Jets or the Patriots, but it was a kick, and you know they show the traditional 
camera angle and the ball goes up and then you lose the ball and it's sort of hooking and you just can't see it <laughs> and everyone holds their breath and you just hear a plank. <laughs> so it's like the invisible, <laughs> invisible doink. This sounds like somebody isolated a sound effect from a Bruce Lee film. Kick to the the solar plexus. God, it's got like digital bass to it. We've all become very accustomed to, and just I, I I don't know about you guys. I love it. I love the DAC. Here we go. It's so yeah. it's so raw. It's so authoritative. It's just such a yes. It's such a great great sound to hear just over and over in the game. Now later in the game, when the Cowboys had this thing in hand, they put in their backup one Cooper Rush. He does the same thing. Does he? He does the exact even... same thing. Listen to the decided difference <laughs> in delivery of Dax. Do you have that again, JJ? Or did you play that? Here we go. Here we go. Listen to Cooper. It sounds like he's singing opera. So Dak Prescott with 36 touchdowns on the year to lead the NFL. Isolated. It's like he's singing. Touchdowns on the year. Here we go. Here we go. Touchdowns on the year. But I'll say, he's singing. When they're winning, the here we go is good. Here we go. <laughs> that let it go. If they lose, if they lose, that's going to be irritating. What? Here we go. Yes, it's fine now. And I'll say this: I went to the Eagles yeah. game a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of uh, EAG. You know, like they're doing their chants. So the Cowboys don't have many chants. You know. They don't really have. And what's the what's the phrase or the saying? I mean, you could say, "How about them Cowboys?" Of course, yeah. but, but they don't have like, like any good. Let's in... go Cowboys! Like, there's not. Is, I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't know what they have. I guess the Packers have the dun 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 dun. Go, yeah, Pack, exactly. Go. Yeah, and yeah. like J E T S, Jets, 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 whatever. Yeah, yeah. A lot of teams have them. Some teams don't. Cowboys, I don't know unless I'm missing one. And in the yeah. uh, We Them Boys is a song mm-hmm. that. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, I don't know. They don't have just something that's so quickly associated with them. But if you go in the concourse or in the bathrooms nowadays. Here we go. Here we go. I love it. Like they're yelling it yeah. everywhere. I love that. Yeah, it's kind of cool because yeah, I never, yeah. never really had one that they that they had as a go-to. That's that'd fantastic. be great. If they could get like an organized thing where you get like a drum sounder like at the Packers games and instead of Go Pack Go, it's yeah. here, here we, we go. go. But yeah, but do Dax version, not not Cooper's. In the crowded yeah. bathrooms, there's a lot of people hollering that. It's kind of neat. Cooper's version. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> All right, that's a little sound from yesterday. It's yeah, fun to dude. relive those moments. What a good job you just did. Victory Monday. All right, coming up next, I'm going to do a live spot, and then Dan's going to do a live spot, and you're going to love all that. But before, uh, but after that. Got some audio from a very tense interaction last night involving Taylor Swift, but also. There's a debate. Do we just need to stop having award shows now? Next on 97.1 The Freak. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.